Good morning. This is Lisa coming to you from the Ill, the Edwin Elder Library. And today, praying with Jane, 31 Days Through the Prayers of Jane Austen by Rachel Dodge is the book that we're still reading. We're on page 51. Day 10, A Genuine Faith. <clears throat> Jane's Prayer. Above all other blessings, O God, for ourselves and our fellow creatures, we implore thee to quicken our sense of thy mercy in the redemption of the world, of the value of that holy religion in which we have been brought up, that we may not by our own neglect throw away the salvation thou hast given us, nor be Christians only in name. And this line in Jane's prayer is passionate and sobering. It's a warning against spiritual drowsiness and a reminder to be alert and awake in our faith. Jane implores God to quicken her sense of the value of that holy religion in which he was brought up, that she would not neglect her faith or be a Christian only in name. A prime example of false Christianity in Jane's novels is Mrs. Norris in Mansfield Park. Though she is a clergyman's wife, she exhibits character traits that are far from the heart of Christ. She claims she's always ready enough to do for the good of those she loves, but she only loves money and those who have it. She says, I should hate myself if I were capable of neglecting Fanny, even though she mistreats and belittles Fanny continually. She also declares she would rather deny herself the necessities of life than do an ungenerous thing, when in reality she is selfish and only cares for her own comfort. Many people identify as Christians only in name and do not value the holy religion in which they have been brought up. They go through the motions of religion outwardly, but are unchanged within. Others claim faith in God, yet are consumed by habitual sin, selfish greed, pride, or lust. Some even use religion for personal gain, power, or rank. Jesus said religious hypocrites are like whitewashed tombs, which outwardly appear beautiful, but within are full of dead people's bones and all uncleanness. Matthew 23:27. He said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and love greetings in the marketplaces and the best seats in the synagogues in the places of honor at feast, who devour widows' houses and, for a pretense, make long prayers. Luke 20, 46 and 47. These people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is based on merely human rules they have been taught. Isaiah 29, 13. Conversely, Jesus describes genuine faith like this. By this all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. John 13:35. The Apostle John says believers ought to walk in the same way in which Jesus walked, 1 John 2 and 6, meaning we begin to think, talk, and act more like Jesus as we grow in our faith. James 1:22 exhorts believers to be doers of the word and not hearers only, not just agreeing with the Bible but putting it into practice. Jane also asked God to quicken her sense of God's mercy in the redemption of the world, which reminds us to pray for the salvation of others, as those who have been redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus. Genuine believers value that holy religion more than anything else and desire to see others come to faith as well. Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Ephesians 5, 1 and 2. <clears throat> you know, I was thinking a little bit about this. Um, I'm listening to something on one of my playlists about this a woman who was a missionary to China. And I did not capture her name. She wasn't, it wasn't a name that I was familiar with. So I really, 
I probably shouldn't be talking about it now until I get all my facts. But my main point is that she she ate like three meals a day. It's like a bagel with maybe a little bit of um, jam or something like that for breakfast. And then she just ate small meals uh, because she wanted to reserve her money. She lived very simple life. She only had like the bare necessities because she wanted all the money that she got or all the, the food and provision that she got. She wanted it for the children, the children that she worked with. As uh, She was a missionary, I said that. Um, but she was dedicated to the cause. And I got to thinking about that, about how so many times we just take more stuff for ourselves, more things than we need, because we go from that verse about um, God gives us blessings we cannot contain, you know, about abundance, and that every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. But if you have a sacrificial heart, if you know that true religion, pure religion, is giving to others, that is part of it. When you give a cup of water to somebody in His name, you've done it unto the Lord. We've got to remember that. We've got to remember that it is better to give than to receive. Let's take this time now to consider what we believe. If you're a Christian and notice that some areas of your life don't line up with Scripture, take this time to pray over those issues. If you want to ask Jesus into your heart and begin a life of genuine faith, you can read about how to do that in the special invitation section. Oh, in the back of her book, it says that you can do that. But if you want to live this life, you pray. The Bible says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Let us pray. Dearest Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Thank you for laying down your life so that I might live. Please help me now to walk as you walked. I want to love as you love, give as you gave, and teach as you taught. Open my eyes to see where my walk doesn't match my talk. Please help me to live as a Christian, even behind closed doors in this difficult area. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I know one of the things that when we was growing up, when they have testimony service, um, at camp and also in Sunday school and stuff. But always, it seemed like there was always somebody, one of the quickest things that they would say is, I thank God for my Pentecostal heritage. Um, that was one thing that would just seem like it was a popular thing. It's something you didn't have to think about what else to talk about. It That was something that was really acceptable. Um, and that's true. We are thankful for our Pentecostal heritage. We are thankful for what we grew up in. And that's basically what Jane was saying. I don't believe she was Pentecostal. I think we learned, um, somewhere else we had read what church you grew up in there in England. But um, I don't know if it was Catholic or Episcopalian or Methodist or something like that. I think it might have been. But anyway, um, those what we're trained up to, to know to do good, to know what to... Um, to practice Christianity, to practice um, being like Christ, but you also have to seek out your own salvation with fear and trembling. You know, traditions are not going to get us into heaven, and just because our parents were lived good Christian lives doesn't make us saved. Um, we have to each one, we each one have to seek out our salvation and pray and pray for one another and um, to help one another. And the Bible does give promises that this promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off. Jesus does care about our family, our the seeds. And a lot of times the children are saved because of the parents. Uh, but that's because the parents have taught them. But the, ch- the child, in return, had to seek out their own. It has to be an individual walk. But God's mercies helped extend that generation. Does that make sense to you? 
Anyway, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. He makes all things new. In fact, every morning his mercies are new. Well, God bless you this beautiful Thursday day. If you want to join me at 7 o'clock this morning and from your boat around the globe, we do have prayer. I do have a Facebook group from that that name, from your boat around the globe. And we have posted a prayer theme for this week, which at the moment I can't think of what it was. But it doesn't matter. You can pray about for your, the needs of your family. Pray that God will let him have his perfect will in our life and that others will see him in our lives because that's what it's all about. It's not how good we are. It's how good can Christ be through us, through our willingness that he can do things that we can never do. He takes our imperfections and uses them for his perfect perfect will and way. God bless you. Bye-bye.